You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Alcohol, the official sponsor of the Continental Army. If you're bummed you're getting paid seven bucks a month to fight in a war, there's alcohol. When celebrating beating the British, there's alcohol. When you get shot on the battlefield, alcohol, because America wasn't founded on tea parties alone. So let's get rolling. Although Washington still has some semblance of an army, it's important to note how difficult it was to maintain that. Washington and the Continental Congress were always fighting a constant battle of soldiers' enlistments. Soldiers were always coming and going, and it was a huge struggle for the new army. The militiamen always caused a headache as they kind of did whatever they wanted at any time. To make matters worse, it was super cold. Like, freezing balls cold. At winter quarters in Morristown, the Continental Army was suffering terribly. There was very little food, the soldiers were in rags, and smallpox ran rampant. To keep the soldiers from going stir-crazy and to get their blood pumping... Washington had them build a totally useless fort, which was appropriately named Fort Nonsense. The army just had to stay alive until spring, which was no simple task. In spring, however, the Patriots' luck changed. In March, a ship docked in New Hampshire with 1,000 barrels of gunpowder and loads of clothing and munitions. This was the first of 35 ships filled with war supplies sent from our new ally, France. The supplies were much needed and arrived not a moment too soon. British General John Burgoyne and his large army were driving south from Canada. At the same time, British General William Howe, who was notorious for making mistakes, had about 15,000 soldiers under his command and decided to march onto the new nation's capital, of Philadelphia, sending the Congress on the run. Spring wasn't shaping up to be very sunny for the Patriots as the battles and skirmishes raged all over the place. There was the Forage Wars. Then the British take Fort Ticonderoga back. Then the British win the Battle of Oriskany. Then the British take Brandywine. Philadelphia falls into British hands. It's a tough time for the Americans. Fortunately, Another surprise came from France. A 19-year-old man who left his life behind to take up arms for the American cause. He was an extreme badass with an extreme name. Marie-Joseph Pavez Riche Gilbert de Moutier Marquis de Lafayette. The Marquis de Lafayette and George Washington would form a lasting friendship. One that would stand as a personal symbol of the alliance between America and France. We needed help tremendously, and France was here to give it to us. France, the sworn enemy of Great Britain, officially had skin in the American Revolution. <laughs> 